Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Hello everybody and welcome to 3Talk. Today we're going to be talking about whether it is possible to have a positive outlook. What does it take to stay positive and how to encourage it? Now, I understand that life is not a fairy tale and things go normally, not according to plan. However, there is one thing we can control. Even if your choices of action are limited, your choices regarding your attitude are not. A positive attitude makes you happier and more resilient. It improves your relationships and it increases your chances of success. In addition, having a positive attitude makes you more creative and it can help you to make better decisions. Also, there are studies that show that people with a positive attitude live longer. So with all that in mind, it's hard to oppose to try being more optimistic. But I hear you. How can you be more optimistic? How can you look at the bright side when the lack of light keeps you in the dark? What do you think, ladies? I think that this is really key to enabling people to live a fulfilled and meaningful life. And yet it's one of the hardest areas to crack if you are of the, the glass is half full or whether it's half empty. Because I'm going to say from personal experience, I would never call myself a negative person. But I've also never been a highly positive person. And I would say I definitely was veering on the more the glass is half empty. And if truth be known, the more time you spend in that half glass empty, the more it becomes a habit and it's very hard to reverse. And sometimes that's because you're just not aware. Or sometimes that is literally because you've changed your own neural pathways to think like that. So it's a hard one because it wasn't until I was probably my mid thirties where I really decided I had a bit of a, you know, life changing revelation that I was going to change the way that I thought and felt about things And the one big taken, I suppose, and this is for everyone, is that a positive attitude is something that can be taught. It is a skill. You know, there is part of it that, yes, is genetic and part of our hormones and a large part of that that you can control. For me, especially over the past few years, it's made me see that positive thinking really is a learning process. And if you want to learn and you you look at these people that you think, wow, I'd like to be more like that, then you can actually do that. And it does have a huge, a huge um, transformation on terms of how you look at your life and how you perceive everyone around you. What do you think, Fleur? Yeah, I think positive thinking doesn't mean that you keep your head in the sand and ignore life's less pleasant situations. But positive thinking means that you approach unpleasant trees in a more positive and productive way. So when you, when something more negative comes up, you think, why is this coming up and what can I learn from it? And thinking, oh, this is really bad. I kind of like Eckhart Tolle's analogy where he says, if you're in the mud, if you think more of the negative, you sink in the mud. But if you think about where you can grow from this, you grow out of the mud. So it's kind of changing your mindset or the way you perceive the problem. I remember a couple of years ago when we had big problems with health in our family. My daughter was diagnosed with amblyopia. We were told she was going blind. My dad had a heart attack. And my middle daughter had SVT, which is uh, another heart disorder. And it all came within a month. And I just thought, oh my God, what is happening? How can this be happening? And 
you know, I had to really spend a couple of days thinking to myself, I can either just let this completely overwhelm me or I can think, what can I can take control of and how can I help this situation? Because if I started feeling negatively about it, I couldn't do anything, I was paralyzed. So I think that's a good one for our listeners to think, what can I actually control? How can I help? You know, with my daughter with the eyes, we had to go to see, you know, specialists and start taking control of the situation. So really focusing on what can we control and how can we move forward out of that, you know, darkness. I think that's that's a beautiful way of painting the, the picture, really, Fleur, because you're right, it is all about we're not saying just change your reality. Reality is what it is. And sometimes you're going to have bad luck, let's call it, or a, you know, a worse situation, which you're just not going to change. It is what it is. But what you can control is the way you approach it or the way you react to it. And I've got many friends that have had that situation in the past, not exactly what you have described, life not, be, not treating them kindly. And that's what they did is a bit of a stepping backwards and think, okay, this is the situation that I'm in right now, but it doesn't have to be what it's always going to be. It is, but it's not an ever. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm quite the opposite of what you said that you were back in your 30s, Susie. I've always been an optimist and I've always seen life as a half full, full glass. But it does take a lot. It doesn't mean that I don't have my bad moments. Of course I have them. But the way I see it, I can either take the learning from whatever is happening to me or let myself kind of like, you know, dip myself in to the ground and where is that going to get me what position am I going to take in here and what benefit am I going to take if that's the route I decide to go with I think it's all a matter of perspective and shifting that energy towards the more positive side of it and the learning of it rather than staying in seeing the negative because that's what's not going to get you anywhere really you can move on from a learning but you can't move on from a defeat do you know, I, I absolutely agree with that. I think the only thing I'd say is we are, sometimes we can just polarise positive outlooks. So we can say it's either good, you either have a negative one or you have a positive one. And actually that's probably not the case for a lot of people. They're in the middle, okay? And it's probably a lot of people that are in the middle that they're not quite happy with the way they view things, but they're not so unhappy that they're not going to change anything. So they fall into this category where they might not even be really aware. And you'll know, gosh, you must know friends that you can just see straight away personality traits in and you think, God, I'm going to have to spend a bit more time with them this week because I want to feel upbeat, I want to feel lively, I'm going to surround myself by that positive energy. And you'll probably know the people that, you know what, I think I'll miss that call today because I'm not, I'm not in the mood for that. We all do it. So for me, it's about, yes, I agree with what you're saying, but... I, like I said, I don't think I was necessarily really negative. I just, I, I, I felt that when I was aware actually that I wasn't making the most and optimizing my thought processes in order to live a more fulfilled life, I did something about it. And I think that's the main thing for people because if it is really bad, then yes, some, most people are aware. And it, we talk about this in most of our episodes, it's a choice and it is a choice. But sometimes DIY or personal development yourself doesn't work. Sometimes you do need a helping hand, especially if you've let those thought patterns really 
go into, I don't know, catastrophizing mode, you know, whether that be with illness or life, or it could be anything, you know, you can go from zero to a hundred from um, something being not so good to being disastrous. And it's not always the people that do that or have those pose habits that need help. Some people want help before that stage. So it's just about being aware and starting to identify if it is, if some of these thoughts are you, what areas you'd like to change and checking in with yourself, you know, really just checking in with where you are with things and seeing how your perception might be affecting and impacting the life of the people around you. And I think um, going back to the fact that we are human and that we will make mistakes. So when some people, if they, if something goes wrong, they can start this negative self-talk you know this shameful talk you know I'm not good enough I didn't do this well enough I should have done this I should have done that that isn't going to be helpful it's more helpful to go to be positive and say I've made a mistake how can I do that differently how can I put that right because we are human we are going we're not going to get it right every day and 50% of our day we're not going to feel fantastic and 50% of it we will and it's kind of accepting that that's normal because I think sometimes people have such high expectations and I can imagine that with you Susie when you're younger because you are a go-getter <laughs> that you had these really like high expectations of yourself and then it's really hard to you can get into that kind of shame thinking that you know you're not good enough you're not doing it well enough but actually it's about just being kinder to yourself which may be true. Being kind is such a big thing because we all suffer from that. We all think that we need to do things better than anybody else or better than you think that you were doing it. And reality is, it's not. And I think it's, it's very important to stop, pat yourself in the back and say, you are doing great. Because truth is, you probably are. <laughs> you probably are far better than you think you are. You probably are achieving more than you think you're achieving and you probably are giving more than you think you are giving. So comparison kills that joy. And it's good to have a look out and see what people are doing out there. But rejoice in yourself and understand that you are a, a human being and you're going to make mistakes. Fine. It's only by committing mistakes that we can evolve and develop. Otherwise, you'll be stuck. If everybody does everything right all the time, there is no movement. It's only by falling and tripping over that you get to get back on your feet dust yourself off and carry on yeah people are challenging themselves of course they're going to have more falls but that's okay it's like that playing forward thing but see it see it as a challenge not as a defeat i think that's what a lot of the people can get hooked on if they make a mistake then that's it that's the end of the line and actually making a mistake is the beginning of it now if you're falling forward aren't you Exactly. You've got to pick yourself up more times. And you really do have to do a lot of that positive self-talk when you're taking yourself out of your comfort zones. What do you think, Susie? For me, it's all about the negative self-talk because that's where the, the negative outlook pops in. It's that person, isn't it, that comes along and says, well, this isn't going to work out. And you've never done that before so you're not going to be able to do it and and all of a sudden that's where you, you start slipping from could be a positive outlook to a negative outlook. So I think that is key. And actually, fundamentally, what you've both said is almost highlighted that we have our own internal battles. We challenge ourselves daily. If we just stopped passing ourselves the baton every five to six minutes, we could actually live a much better life. And I think the negative self-talk that you've both spoke about 
to start to practice getting out of that. So, you know, if you, if you are the kind of person that said, well, this is just too complicated and I can't do it. You need to start saying, well, actually, how can I look at this from a different angle? Um, you know, I don't have any resources. I don't have anything within me. Well, actually, yes, I do. And I've done this several times before and it might take me a bit longer today, but how am I going to do this? And it, it's, it's a really simple, just negative talk versus positive thinking. And that can really help again, train your thought patterns. Cause you know, here's the thing you either, you either do think more way than the other, or like say you could be balanced, which is great. And then it's recognizing whether or not you want to do anything about it. And I, I think the key element of what you both just said is we're, we are human yet. And we're not always going to have like these happy going around like Mary Popping days every day. It's just not realistic. We keep setting ourselves, like you said, Fleur, that's expectation. So today's got to be amazing and it's not. And we're just going to keep setting ourselves up for failure. And I think that makes such a difference. The one thing that you were saying then, that's what might get people scared is being vulnerable. And I really encourage everyone thinking about vulnerability to go and check out Brene Brown's video about it is beautiful. So that is one huge thing. Another thing I would say, and you touch base on it, well, we've, we've been talking about it throughout the whole episode, but when that negative self-talk starts, I always try and, and I know it's difficult, but one way to try and stop it is actually creating a list of that thought. So put down on paper, whatever thought is crossing your mind that is negative and immediately flip it. So say that you were saying, I can't do it. I don't have the resources. Write down, I can't do it. I do have the resources. Because what you're immediately doing is moving your brain from a negative part to a positive section. All of a sudden, you, you open up possibilities. You open up the gates to that positivity to come in because you've written down on paper a fact that is, yes, I can do it. Yes, I have the resources. And I would say, if you can build up on that. So if you say, and I do have the resources, list down what it is that you've got, because the more you see a positive thing coming, the more you start in thinking that it's a positive thing, the more you start feeling it's a positive thing. And when you feel it, is within you and you can shake it off it's so worth doing the work on this i would say to all of our listeners it's one of the biggest things to help upgrade your life is being able to change your thoughts you know and be a more positive person i mean there's so much research to show it helps your ability to cope with stress and reduce the risk of death and heart disease increases your immunity to common cold, it um, lowers rates of depression. I mean, there was a Stanford study recently, I mean, 2018. I was a teacher. I didn't really understand why my class always was getting better results, but I spent a lot of my time making them feel good, making them have that I can attitude. And these MRI scans and images revealed that the hippocampus, a brain area linked with memory and learning, significantly more active in kids with a positive attitude so that just shows how it is so important to work on a positive attitude and you know make it one of your goals really if you find that you're not naturally a positive person well that was amazing thank you very much ladies for another insightful talk we covered a lot in today's episode, but um, I guess the main thing to say is that positive thinking is a learning process and you can master it. 
positive thinking is about approaching things in a more productive way. So you start questioning, what can I learn from it rather than dwelling on it? So whenever you face challenges or that negative voice creeps up, ask yourself, how can I grow from it? This involves being aware, making a conscious decision to stop the negative talk and work on seeing the positive side of it, the learning. But think forward, what is the route I want to take? Where do I want to go? And how is that thought going to help me get there? It's also about understanding that we're not saying change your reality. Reality is what it is, but you can control the way you approach and react to it. Is about acknowledge that whatever you're going through is your current situation, but it's not a permanent situation and that you are not your thoughts. It is also about understanding that positive and negative thoughts are not polarized and you can't be in the middle. You can't be a happy, unhappy about things, but not so unhappy that you'll make something to change them. But it is understanding that it is your choice to act on them and you can choose to act on it. It is also about letting the voice inside you talk, understand what that voice is trying to tell you, and then immediately make a list of what they say and flip it. Because by writing down the opposite of what that negative voice is telling you, you're immediately turning it into a positive. And you are moving your brain towards a positive scenario. You're giving it a fact to build on and open the door to a world of possibilities, which are solution-oriented. It's also about knowing that, yes, we all face internal battles. We challenge ourselves. But look, put the weapons down and be kind to yourself. You are more than enough. You are human and you make mistakes. And that's how you develop and move forward. Yes, you can train your thought patterns. You can manage your expectations so you do not set yourself for failure. It is about understanding your uniqueness, patting yourself in the back and know that you're doing great. So do fall, but please fall forward. Make mistakes and allow yourself to experience the learning from them and cherish the experience. And above it all, know that you don't have to do it alone. Surround yourself with the people that will support you, will cheer you on and cheer you up. Love to you all and see you next week.